Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl. Hey, it's Pandora. And today we have the case of Ida Mae Curtis. Now this case, it's it's not uh, it's not recent. I mean, it's a little bit older, but I mean, it's a good case. I mean, and it's something that kind of uh, mirrors uh, something that happened more recent. And we'll, we'll talk about that as we continue on uh, with this particular case. Now, Ida Mae Curtis was two years old when she disappeared. Now, this happened back in the 4th of July weekend. Now, her dad is a logger, right? And he uh, he works with this company that, that they brought the family over uh, for the family to spend time with all the, you know, with all the, the, the men working out there in the logs, right? <laughs> and so... You know, um, the Curtis were out there along with the other family that this company had put these tents around. Um, now, they were camping near the Lee Creek Camp in the Katuni National Forest. Now, again, like I said, it was the family weekend for the 4th of July. And, you know, the kids, of course, they're out there. Everybody, you know, the families uh, brought their kids and everything. And they're playing around. And it's around, you know, one thirty or so, you know, the kids were out there and at some point, you know, they drifted off into the, uh, the woods, right. And Cecil, the brother of Ida, who was nine years old at the time said that he noticed that Ida saw something in the woods mm-hmm. before them coming back to their tents. Now, I don't know what she saw. You know, she apparently saw something out in the out in the woods staring at them. And so they go back to the tent and they're there. And at some point, something like a bear comes into their camp, right into their tent and takes Ida. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the kids are like, oh, my gosh, this bear took her and took off and you know running out of the out of the camp with in three legs hopping about right taking yeah. Ida and so they go tell their parents fucking Ida's missing you know we don't we don't know where she went <laughs> something took her accurate quotations of these kids saying <laughs> fucking kid, Ida's missing <laughs> fucking Ida's missing we don't know where she went something fucking took her you know that's how the kids spoke back in the day. You know, back in 1955. Back in 1955, <laughs> um, and it's shocking, right? And so, you know, the parents start looking for her. You know, they go into the tent. You know, she's not in there. They're going around the woods, not in there. They're they're trying to find her around the camp. Nobody's seen her. Um, they go into the woods. Nothing. Nothing in the woods. And so, uh, you know, about 250 searchers. All the way to Spokane, start looking for her. You know, they start looking for her. And suddenly, of course, like every missing 411 case, the weather happens. Of course. All right. And it starts to rain, right? Uh, it starts to rain and it's 
fucking temperature starts going down. Again, this is in Montana, right? And a snowstorm starts to hit the area. And the search and rescue team is only able to, to search, what, about a thousand feet or so? Yeah, um, it's very slow going. The weather is really definitely putting a a damper on everything. <laughs> like, it's slowing them down. Mm-hmm. These are grown men, so... Right, right, right. That right. tells you it was... Yeah, the, the, the storm was hitting them hard. Uh, and Which is it, crazy because it, it's 4th of July, but then again, I don't know what... It, it being Montana, I don't know how. Right, that, that, how their you know what? That, that's the other thing. Yeah, it's is that I don't know. I mean, you guys, if you live out in Montana, you hear this episode, hit us up. I mean, I don't know if the temperatures uh, in Montana. I mean, is it does it really snow uh, in July? I mean, again, I'm not from there, and that not very well known in that area. I don't know. It was, snowing, but it was definitely rainy and chilly. So right. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. They talk about the freezing temperature. So I mean, they go out there. They can't fucking look more than this a thousand feet area, and so for six hours, you know, they they all, that's all they could do. So it's not until the next day, right? The next day, the team goes back out there to start looking for her, and you know they're they're doing their thing, search and rescue, and they find her around four thirty or so, right? Yeah, and she's basically okay, right? Yeah, like well, except for like. Her? How did they find her? What's the condition of her? So, I mean, considering the... So, one of the reasons that why they couldn't um, go through all the, the search grounds was that there was really heavy underbrush, right? So, understandably, she does have some minor cuts and bruises, but she's found underneath a cedar tree near a small stream in the rugged Cabinet Mountain area. And although there is reports that she was found in almost like a makeshift little shelter right that it almost sounds like maybe somebody made it or something made it because it was definitely not like something that she would have put together because it was constructed of things that were too heavy for like a little toddler to be you know she's not going to make herself a shelter you know to spend the night out there right but other than that i mean she's fine and she's not um you know she was taken to the hospital understandably right so mm-hmm. They took her to Libby Hospital. She didn't have any internal injuries. So and nothing to indicate that like she got mauled by a bear or right. some other large animal, right? Like definitely not like thrown around or anything mm-hmm. like that either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, she obviously is two years old. Didn't really speak too much on what happened because she's two. Mm-hmm. But um, it didn't seem like she was harmed in any way. And then right. she wasn't even really... Um, it looked like she'd been kept warm, right? And like, wasn't right. even maybe like a little damp, like on the feet, but not nothing yeah, bad. Yeah, and, and and the the that was the more curious thing is that a lot of the search and rescue people that were out there looking for they her, were drenched they were drenched and cold and muddy. They had a, a lot in the uh, elements, you know, in the for elements, sure. right, right. And so they were covered. Um, as far as their their shoes are concerned, they were they were covered in mud. And so that was one of the things that was very uh, curious. But the uh, the thing about the 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 shelter she was in was a cedar slashings, and now that was for too heavy for her to carry. Like for yeah, her to I mean, make the shelter. Yeah, I mean they're in the lumber area, right? So I mean, there's there's probably wood that it, that you can grab and shape right. into something, but she's too, you know. And, right. And so what are, what are the what are the more curious factors on, on this case? I mean, besides her being pretty much dry and this shelter. 
uh, and hardly any mud on her on her feet. Her her shoes were actually really clean. Yeah, and she was dressed in like a really thin shirt, shorts, shoes. You know, for the weather at the time before right. it like turned on them for the night. But she didn't really seem disturbed by the the chill, right? right. So it was very very odd. Yeah. And then. Um, so pretty much like she was kept warm. Yeah. Right. Basically. And so, I mean, like I said, all these elements were pretty interesting, uh, considering the, uh, the, sh- the shelter, how dry she was, and the shoes not being so dirty. And again, she was examined, you know. And the, the interesting part is that this shelter, I mean, she couldn't do it. And the bear that allegedly took her, how did the bear construct this shelter? I mean, obviously, they can't construct that shelter yeah so i mean it alludes um, to some stuff but and i mean break, break so break it down i mean the the whole observation of this bear taking her i mean we we've kind of deconstructed the case in a matter of was it a bear i mean it definitely sounds like because there was uh, accounts of like what the kids saw, right? But of course, nobody believes the kids, so they're like, "Oh, they're overactive imagination." Right, right, right. But right. then there was also an adult, right? Somebody did see a bear running around, and the mother herself uh, had seen bears in the area, and not that uh, much earlier, they right. had actually had a man in the area that was attacked by a bear, right? right. So there was bears. There was bears, right, area, right, right. So that's not too crazy, mm-hmm. but um, I think. There's a you know debate as to like whether or not it was a bear, right? Um, because the kids tend to say that Ida said that that the big, heavy you know, hairy thing that took her, um, you know, obviously took her, and there's a witness that says they saw what something that looked like maybe a bear. The running parents off. seemed to feel like yes, a bear took her, and then also kept her safe. Right. The sheriff, Comforter. however, right. Going to the a, sheriff. There's a sheriff involved in this case who, whenever you see like he responds in the interviews in the newspaper, he was more um, upset by it. Like, right. Very his reaction upset about was it. like that he was almost like angry because he he visited the Curtis's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Ida May's parents. Three separate times to pretty much tell them to stop telling their story of the bear the abducting bear. and caring for their little girl. Right. Saying that, quit telling that story. It could never happen. It didn't happen. Don't say it anymore. Or, you know, at one point, I think he was interviewed saying, like, I don't know why they keep saying this story. I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah. Basically. So, basically, like, what? <laughs> why don't you want to? Why are you covering Why do you that care, up? first of all? Right, but, like, right, right. But I think uh, this sheriff, uh, Ray Frost from uh, Lincoln uh, County, mm-hmm. uh, was very, very, you know, not f- on board with what the parents <laughs> were saying, and right. especially the kid. So he seemed to be offended or something to that nature where he just did not want the parents or anybody talking about how this mysterious beast creature took Ida into the forest and comforted her. So his, basically his statement was, no, there was no bear. There were never was a bear. The whole story changed completely. According to him, the little girl saw a bear freaked out and ran away and then got lost. And then they found her. And then he says, okay, (laughs) there was never a bear. She just wandered off. Yeah. So, and so the story kept changing either way. Okay. Let's say she 
ran off some for whatever reason spooked ran off so she put herself in a shelter and kept warm and like did well better than the, all the guys that were out there in right. warm clothing and mm-hmm. you know adults yeah i mean sure <laughs> i mean that is to me obviously is just not plausible it doesn't add up i mean one the bear can't construct a shelter that doesn't make any sense um a bear can't carry a kid in its you know arm that Mm -hmm. just that's impossible for a bear to do that uh it's just not something you would see ever uh a bear do that and normally a bear uh if they take you you're more likely food uh, yeah, and and so that's just not one of those things. And again, uh, a logger, one of the men that was working there, saw this. He was a witness to this. I think he tried to chase it or something. And that's one of the things that that bears don't do is they don't flee. They don't run away. Uh, especially one of those things. They they if you try to chase a bear, that bear is not going to run. It's going to turn around, stand its ground more than likely, and probably charge at you it's not gonna run away bears just don't do that they're our predator they're not afraid um this is not this is not gonna happen this is not not a thing and so you know that was um you know an interesting part and i think it's just so bizarre that the sheriff really acted this way with the family and the kid about what fucking took it her. It sounds very like he wanted them to hush. Right. And just stick to the story that like he weird, wanted told. Right. Like a weird... Lo- I feel like it was like a weird local cover-up of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, but yeah, that is pretty weird. And like, okay, so sure, maybe he thought they were bonkers or whatever. And like, just was like, stop saying dumb stuff. Like, right. Like, he just didn't believe. I mean, that still doesn't really explain how she was found right and then and there's other cases that right kind of it's not a one-off right no certainly not like super common but it's not a one-off there are other cases you know older than this around this time and then even more recent right now i'll i'll mention the the uh cases that were in that time frame of the 1950s uh, there was the Patty Ann McLean that happened in 1953 and Mary Gay Bent in 1958. Now, they happened, interestingly, uh, in July, same month, and around the same time as well, which is very odd uh, for cases like that. And they they had a lot of similarities uh, when uh, these girls are going missing. They're again they're around the same age. Uh, Patty was three, Mary was five. Again, Ida's two, yeah. and they happened between the hours of two thirty and six. Again, this is also in the same geographical area, and so again, interestingly enough, uh, one of the girls was also found in uh, under uh, a log. And shelter covered, and again, you know these 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 uh logs too heavy too heavy for her to carry, and construct a shelter. So you know you have some similarities here of this area. Again, there's another uh, the disappearance that happened with Megan Givinch and Leon K. Marshall um, around the same time. So I mean th- these are areas that have this connection this cluster 
again, um, if you leave, if, if you read any of the David Politis books, um, they tend to, of course, go by geographic area and tell you, he'll tell you which areas uh, are clustered. And fascinating enough, there was one that's more recent that sounds familiar, and that Pandora actually pointed me out uh, to this. Uh, and, and what was what was the name of the case? Uh, so this one is a, a more recent, you know, missing child case that he was found, but um, his name was Casey Hathaway. He's a three-year-old boy that was um, lost in North Carolina, and uh, he was gone for um, a bit longer. He was gone for over two days, and so really bad weather too, rain, frigid temperatures, so obviously like not a good outlook for this case and then he ends up being found um after a lot of searching right but and he was like cold and wet and he was hospitalized but he was otherwise okay other than like some hypothermia right right uh, but that one was odd too because he had told uh when he was found that a bear kept him company right and so I remember when I first saw it, I was all, hold on, what? <laughs> but, you know, they never really went into it anymore. They just said that he hung out with a bear for two days and that it, like, right. they kept him warm and safe and that that was it. And and, so, and, the, and the funny thing is that that was the initial report is that this bear yeah. kept him safe and comfortable and whatnot. Yes. And so a few people started to notice, you know, the, the similarities with that kind of stuff. Right. But, um, you know, and when I was looking into it, there are some people that think, well, you know, could it be true? And would a bear do that even because there's supposedly there's, um, mother bears can stop, uh, to help something that sounds like a cub in distress. Mm -hmm. So I wish we knew like, okay, were these kids crying at the time? Right. Maybe it took it kind of like Thinking, in a protective mode. Right, right, right. Or something else. You know or what I mean? In, in a protective mode because it's like that maternal like thing that they wanted to protect, right? So, mm -hmm. um, but with that one, I mean, and since you mentioned there's other cases, there's prior to the uh, case he had the way one, and then prior to um, Ida Mae Curtis, there was some uh Similar ones, I think there's one in 1869. There was a three-year-old named Katie Flynn that went missing in mm -hmm. Manistee National Forest. And when she was found, she said um, that it was a big doggy that stayed with her for the night. Hmm. So not quite a bear, but like something else, something right? Something like, like, a like that. Something like a big dog. Interesting. And then 1888, there was another uh, almost three-year-old girl that was found um, a day after going missing also said that she slept by a bear that kept her warm at night right and so i mean there's definitely been a few yeah there's been a few cases of kids uh, or teens yeah you know seeing what looks like a big dog like some kind of big dog and interest that's i mean that's just pretty interesting of 
them seeing something like that. Uh, but more more recent, we saw David Politis talking about the Ida May case. And <laughs> yeah. uh, what did he say it's that was so interesting? Well, go ahead, Pandora. Tell us. What, Do what I have is, to tell it? I mean, you, uh, you, you found this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, so, uh, so uh, David Politis has a YouTube video. It's about 20-something minutes long where we'll he talks it. about this case. Right. Uh, among other things, but he does mention that he, at the time, he's filming on location, basically, like, in the area where this case happened, mm-hmm. and he mentions that he ran into somebody, right, who recognized him and got to talking about the item maker's right. case and was like, oh, by the way, she's still alive, and I know a relative of hers, right? Right. So, long story short, the the person he's talking to says that this relative remembers when this all happened and that the little girl comes back uh-huh. from this whole ordeal and she kept saying to her father to her father like in regards to like whatever had her or took care of her right she was saying big chichis <laughs> that whatever had her had big chichis had big chichis which so, is big breasts yes thank you um, <laughs> for those who don't for know, clarifying. for those who may not know, so although that's hilarious, um, it's really like I mean, a kid knows what those are, right? right? Like, yeah, it's like so it implies that whatever had her was possibly female, female. right? And large, if it, if it had breasts, it's obviously not a fucking bear, now is it? Yeah, so that's really fucking weird for reals, that's bizarre. So yeah, I don't know what to make of it, but I mean, I think something did take her, and I mean, obviously, I don't something. think it was just like some lady yeah, <laughs> with the, big chichis. just running around with her <laughs> with her big chichis out. You know, that just, just doesn't. Out. That, but Harry, you know what I mean? Well, like no, Harry, it's like Harry, but I'm assuming they were Harry. No, I mean, but <laughs> but the kids said there was a bear, so they just, obviously yeah. they thought it was a bear. It was like Harry. Um, so, I mean, that's very fascinating to hear because... And you know kids don't lie. Like, kids, why would she make this up? Kids don't fucking make shit up like that. They just don't make shit up like that. So, yeah. obviously, there's something in the fucking woods of Montana. Now, you live in Montana. I want you to set up some fucking cameras out there and see what you capture. You might capture something that big other chi-chi. people <laughs> are trying I'm to sorry, see. Not necessarily big chi-chis, but they're trying to see a Bigfoot. You know, obviously, without having to say it, mm-hmm. there there's something out there in the fucking woods. We've talked about it for numerous episodes, and I've been talking about this for quite some time prior to that. Um, that there is something out there for sure in the woods that is being covered up. You know, either whether it be by local authority or by the feds, the FBI. What is the FBI doing randomly just showing up like that? You know, whenever they do show up on these missing 401 cases um, and they're only there to observe, not even to fucking help. Like, so what are you doing there? You're just a hood ornament. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Anyways. So, you know, it, I think it's so bizarre that there's these cases of children, uh, young adults going out there, seeing shit out there. And, you know, we just... People get they get dismissed, and one of the things that's interesting that David Politis says uh, in this in this uh, YouTube video that we'll, we'll, again, like I said, we'll post it. He talks about that pay close attention to the initial reports. Yes, 
because they're gonna they might not have a lot of information but they're gonna be the most honest reports yeah it's before it starts to get spun a certain way mm-hmm. and I mean, it, obviously, this story is from 1955. Like, right. I can't find a whole bunch of things. But I do see several reports out there. And so right. one of the one, other ones I found, and I don't have a date on it, to see, like, oh, it came out. Or I guess it was July 5th, 1955. Then, so, yeah, the next day she went, after there, she went missing. There's one that says, uh, this is the title of the article. Bear falsely accused of stealing girl. Falsely accused. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine being like he the was bear? framed or something? Can you imagine the the bear being arrested and then pictured and said falsely accused? Framed. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just crazy because, like, you know, the initial ones were like, yeah, a bear was seen running into the tent and then running back out with a little girl, and like the kids saw him and this adult saw him. And the parents totally think that's what happened. Um, and then this one's like the bear was falsely accused. Falsely accused. Can you imagine people just went out there <laughs> and started shooting all the bears because of this fucking sheriff saying, you know, this and that? Or just people thinking that it was a bear. Well, and this one's written kind of like, it's it's totally different. So this one says that the father was fearful his daughter might have been carried from their tent by one of the several bears seen in the vicinity. And the mother had seen two bears near the camp. And then, you know, of course, the kids found just fine and crying. Um, but then the, the cop, the sheriff goes out and says there was no bears around. Yeah, but it's more like, oh, she maybe she was just frightened by a bear. Right. Um, and then took off running. As far as Ada. Yeah. So it's, it's very like, you know, you start to see it kind of like get watered down, right? Right. From the original report. And, and we've seen other cases, other cases where it happens, you know, uh, remember the girl who was a photographer, a lot of the stories oh, after yeah. that kind of keep changing. It does not add up. It, and that's still, that story still kind of bothers me because she went out there, supposedly she was on. You're talking a, about Hillary a, Sharma, yeah, right? Yes. She, you know, was off work and some people know she went to go get donuts um, some people were like, oh, no, she went to go do this thing and take pictures at the park. So there was a lot of conflicting stories of what happened with her. And as the reports will come out with as far as the media and the newspaper, that, that shit just started just to change. And it just didn't add up. And, and so, then it was like, by the time you're done with it, you're like, oh, yeah, she for sure killed herself. That's right, it. End of story. Suicide. No need to question and anything it, else. That closed makes no case. No need to ask anything. No, that... I was like, maybe we read, read too much into it, but I don't think so because you start to so see either. the stories and right. you're like, well, well, what about all these other factors? Like, were they even explored? You know right. what I mean? Like, yes. It's one thing to rule things out, but were they explored and then ruled out? Or? I sometimes feel like, you know, what we call authority don't investigate. Like, detectives don't ask a lot of questions. Don't ask the right questions. They don't. I feel like sometimes they don't it's have like, the mind to ask that. Because if you can close a case that. and... Call it a day. It's like, oh, my job's my done. My job's here. done. Yeah, I get a hundred gold star, and then right. I, yeah. And it's it's always been my thing where if if you're going to be a detective, you should have a certain IQ level. That's just me. That's just, no, it really is because I know I know I have friends who are cops and want to be that, and I'm like, but you're not smart enough, in my opinion. They'll come after me, whatever. But the my thing is, you should be able to think out of the box. 
and ask the right questions. But is it them think. or is it just the the think institution it's the itself? Too. Well, it's also like the institution itself, on them right? No, 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 yeah. no. I absolutely agree with that. Like, if it's you're not also, closing the case, you're not doing your job, even though maybe you're you're closing it like right know, falsely, yes, or, or kind of half-assly. Yes, the 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 institution also with red tape and all the other rules that put a almost like a conflicting amount of um, hearsay. It shrinks everything that they have to do. And it's also sometimes the man hours, the manpower. You know, there's not enough men and women out there trying to figure out these fucking cases. You know what I mean? Like there should be also, maybe there's a budget issue. I don't know. You know, maybe there's too many fucking well, I mean, cases. Well, in this case, like, what would they have investigated, though? Because, honestly, I mean, I don't know what the sheriff's deal was with changing it Well, I mean, it's, it it's, up, it's, also, it's also, I mean, this case in particular, you know, stepping away from the other case, uh, this case in particular, it is, um, you know, it, it's like putting five people to patrol hundreds of acres. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, there, there's no way to patrol that. Well, it's there's like they don't want to no rock way. the boat because, you know, the... The kid was missing. The kid was found. The kid was fine. So they're like, okay, let's just okay, forget let's this move ever on. happened. Right. Let's not look in there. Let's not, you know, comb the woods looking for whatever something creature that's took out there. Her. Right. Because we don't even want to open that. That's know, that. That's going to be a whole other thing. Kind of worms. Right. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be one of those things. Um, I mean, it's uh, it is, it is what it, it, it is. What it is. <laughs> But guys, hopefully you enjoy this episode. Again, check those other cases out. Uh, we might talk about it in, in another future episode on these cases related with this the similar the similar um, it, this 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 whole similarity on these cases with the other cases we talked about. We might do an episode where we just combine everything, um, just because there's so many again like this case. But again. Share, comment, tell us how you like it, rate us on iTunes, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Laters. Bye.